Hello, friends, and welcome to Everyday Truth with Kurt Skelly. We're here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. We're so glad you joined us here for the conversation as we go verse by verse through the book of Jeremiah. Our series, The Hard Truth, is looking at this Old Testament prophet's messages of sorrow, judgment, and hope. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Hello, friends, and welcome back. So glad you're here today as we delve into Jeremiah chapter 23. And we talked a bit last episode about the the Word of God, the powerful Word of God, like a fire, uh, like a hammer, the substantive Word of God. Uh, like the grain that we so desperately need for life, for food, not like the chaff, which so readily and easily blows away, like the opinions of men, like the dreams of these prophets. We talked all about it. Now look at verse number 31, Jeremiah chapter 23, verse number 31, where the Lord continues to speak. I'm against you prophets. But watch what he says in verse number 31. Behold, I am against the prophets, saith the Lord, that use their tongues and say, he saith. See that? So God continues his rant, uh, his holy rant against the prophets, where he says, I'm against the prophets that use their tongues and say, he saith, behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies and by their lightness. Yet I sent them not, nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. I don't think I, I, I read that with the right intonation. Look back, back, back in 31. I'm against the prophets of the Lord that use their tongues and say, he saith. So let's start right there. I'm against those prophets that say, he saith. So what's wrong with saying God said? I mean, we say that all the time in preaching. We, we do that all the time in leading people. Well, the Lord says this, or God's word says this. Aren't we, in fact, supposed to do that? So why would God be against the prophets that are actually saying, hey, God said this? The reason he's against them is because they were saying God says, but then they weren't telling people what God actually said. You see how insidious that is? They were saying, God says, but then they weren't actually telling people what God says. That's the worst kind of a lie because you're representing it not only as truth, but you're representing it as infallible truth, as God's truth. That's why James chapter three comes to bear upon this. And that is, be not many masters knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. Understand that when we use our tongue as teachers of the word, when we use our our verbal capacity to to influence people, then God says, I'm going to hold every one of those words to a level of accountability, especially when we deign to say things like God told me or God said. We hear a lot of that in today's flippant society. Well, you know, the Lord said, the Lord told me to tell you, you really need to, boy, I'll tell you what, when people open a conversation with me by saying, hey, the Lord told me, or the Lord said to, I'm always, I always have my radar screen out. I always have my red flag really, really high. Why? Because God speaks in and through his word. And 
in those times when we have to make circumstantial decisions, we should make them based upon the veracity of the clear principles of the word of God. It's easy just to say, hey, God said, or the Lord told me to tell you. That's easy to say, but there's there's no foundation to it if I just say it. So what, what do we do then? How do we know if people are of the Lord or not of the Lord? How do we know if God's using somebody to tell us something or not? And the answer comes back to the revealed word of God. If what people are telling you is inconsistent with what the word of God says, then you can know it's wrong every single time. And by the way, once you have determined that somebody is that flippant with invoking God's name and authority for their message, but aren't willing to back it up with the word of God, then we ought to suspect everything they say. People do this in preaching all the time. Uh, they will preach their opinion and try to throw a couple verses at it to make it sound weighty, uh, taking things out of context. Listen, if if you're in a situation where you're constantly hearing out of context preaching, where, boy, I like the way my, my preacher says it. I like the way he explains it. It just, the verses he uses don't really relate to it. They're a little bit out of context, but no, listen, that's dangerous. I always say this, that if what the preacher is saying is from the word of God, then there's no need for him to miscontextualize. Find the verse, find the passage that teaches that, and then preach that. And if what the preacher says is not in the word of God, then he has no business saying it and representing it as the word of God in the first place. And I think that's what the Lord's driving at here. Don't take lightly speaking in a way where you say, hey, God said, if God did not say, you better be sure this is what God says. That's why it's important. It's incumbent upon us that we be students of the word of God. That we, that we ascertain this truly is what God's saying. And then let's be dogmatic where the Bible's dogmatic. And let's be silent uh, where the Bible is silent. That's a good rule of thumb. Look at what the Bible says here in verse number 32. Behold, I am against them that prophesy false dreams, saith the Lord, and do tell them and cause my people to err by their lies. Why? Because it's the word of God that's a lamp unto my feet. It's the word of God that's a light under my path. But when I share my opinions that are alternate to the word of God, when I just share my the imaginations of my heart, my dreams, then essentially what's happening is people that are listening are thinking, well, this must be the word of God. He's a preacher. After all, he said that God told him this. He said that God showed him this. This happens all the time. And people make decisions based upon those messages and God says, I'm going to hold you, preacher, accountable for the lies that you've told people that have wrecked and ruined their lives. So they're speaking falsehood. And then the Bible says, and by their lightness. And the idea here of lightness is uh, flippantness, recklessly giving uh, messages, uh, flippantly sharing truth, not doing one's homework, not really vetting out, is this the message from God? And that kind of attitude toward the word of God, that kind of attitude toward preaching, that kind of attitude toward teaching the word of God is going to have huge negative effects upon the people that are hearing it. 
That's why God holds them so accountable. Verse number 32 again, they caused my people to err by their lies, by their likeness, yet I sent them not. They didn't, they weren't representing me. Uh, I didn't tell them to go preach at that place, nor commanded them. Therefore, they shall not profit this people at all, saith the Lord. Regardless of what they're saying, and regardless of what short-term beneficial attitudes people have, or how people in the short term feel better, it's not about feeling better. We're not pop psychologists as preachers. No, they really are, in essence, not profiting the people at all. It's not helping them. Your preaching is not helping, saith the Lord. I'm holding you accountable. Verse number 33, and when this people or the prophet or a priest shall ask them saying, what is the burden of the Lord? Thou shalt say unto them, what burden? I will even forsake you, saith the Lord. So the the preachers, the, the priests during Jeremiah's day, not only were they sharing false news and, and claiming false authority and relating their dreams and and all the things we've been talking about, but then they would also be antagonistic to, sarcastic with Jeremiah. And they would say things to the true prophets like, you know, what's the word from God today? What's the burden of the Lord? So a burden in the Bible meant a heavy message, a message hard to preach. We would say today, bad news. Remember how the book of Habakkuk, who was a contemporary of Jeremiah, remember how that book began, the burden, the burden which Habakkuk did see, and there's this heaviness. And so when these false priests and false prophets who were engaging in this, these dreams and these fancy messages that had no profit, they'd come to Jeremiah and said, okay, so what's the next negative message? What's the burden from the Lord? And Jeremiah basically would answer, what burden? What word? Is it this word? God will forsake you. So the the true prophets didn't hang around and argue theology with the false prophets. They just said, listen, God's going to deal with you. And one day everybody will know who was the true prophet and who was the false prophet. And can I just say that's true today? Sometimes in the moment we ask you know, why is it this way? It seems like truth has fallen in the streets. It seems like these some of these mega ministries that say nothing are, are becoming more and more successful and popular. And, you know, what gives? What's up with all that? And I think what the Lord is showing us here is that we can't take a snapshot of a situation and make a, an assessment of it based upon that snapshot. No, we've got to look at the larger context. You know, God works over time, and his time frame, timetable, is not mine. So it's important that we keep that in mind, is it not? Look at verse number 34. And for the prophet and the priest and the people that shall say the burden of the Lord, I will even punish that man in his house. You know, the people that are claiming to have a word for God but don't, Matter of fact, let's, let's, I'm going to read a few verses right now because verses 35 through 40 really just reiterate this same principle a couple different ways. So let, let's finish here. Look at verse 35. Thus shalt thou, you say, everyone to his neighbor and everyone to his brother. What, what hath the Lord answered? And what hath the Lord spoken? 
and the burden of the Lord shall ye mention no more. For every man's word shall be his burden. For ye have perverted the words of the living God, of the Lord of hosts our God. So if you're not going to preach the truth, then stop talking. And if everything you claim is the burden of God, everything you claim is the word of God, then really what you've done is neutralize the true word of God. The best thing would be just stop talking because you will be accountable for what you say. Verse number 37, thus shalt thou say to the prophet, what hath the Lord answered thee? And what hath the Lord spoken? But since ye say the burdens of the Lord, therefore thus saith the Lord, because ye say this word, the burden of the Lord, and I have sent unto you saying, ye shall not say the burden of the Lord, therefore. So I've told you, if it's not my word, don't preach it. If it's not a heavy message from me, don't say it. And yet what was happening is they were, they continued to preach. Why? That was their bread and butter. That was their status. That was their modus operandi. Look at verse number 39. Therefore, behold, I, even I, will utterly forget you. I will forsake you and the city that I gave you and your fathers and cast you out of my presence. And I will bring an everlasting reproach upon you and a perpetual shame which shall not be forgotten. Do you think that God takes his word seriously? You better know that he does. And God has a high and lofty standard and accountability for those that say, hey, this is the word of God. This is what God is saying. This is what God wants you to know. No, you either better be quiet because you don't have the word of God, or you better be studious and repentant and humble and find out what the word of God is and say it. Otherwise, God has some grave consequences in store. Well, that's it today, my friends. We finished chapter number 23. We'll jump into a brand new chapter next episode. Hope you'll join us for that. God bless you, my friends. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.